Mornings on Radio 191FM. Tēnā koe, kei te whakarongo mai koe ki te reo irirangi kōtahi. It's Rapa, Wednesday the 8th of September and this is the news. Ko Bonnie Harrison ahau. There are 15 new cases of COVID-19 in the community today, all based in Tāmaki, Makaurau, Auckland, bringing the total Delta cluster to 855. The Motu outside of Tāmaki awoke to alert level 2 this morning, with increased vigilance requirements around masks and gathering limits set out by the Prime Minister due to the new risks brought by the Delta variant. Face coverings are now mandatory at alert level 2 whenever you're inside most public venues. So if you're entering a retail shop or an indoor facility, like a mall or a library, you must wear a mask. We want people scanning everywhere they go. But there are some places this isn't just an ask, it's now a rule. This includes bars, restaurants, cinemas, nightclubs, concerts, churches and close contact businesses like hairdressers. That's where you either have to scan or there has to be record keeping. Te Whareiwānanga o Otāko has confirmed that teaching arrangements will remain at Alert Level 3 settings for the rest of the week, with a mind to campus reopening under Alert Level 2 restrictions on Rahina Monday. Acting Vice-Chancellor Helen Nicholson assured Tawira that those remaining in Tāmaki Makaurau under Alert Level 4 conditions would have full and continued access to online learning. Students say the government support package for tertiary learners which puts another $15 million into hardship funds will not reach those that need it. In a press release today, Minister of Education Chris Hipkins announced that the top-up to the hardship fund for learners, established after the first wave of COVID-19 in 2020, will again be dispersed through individual education providers, with each having their own set of rules and guidelines as to allocation. Te Whareiwānanga Ōtāko distributes funds through Pūtea Tautoko, which to date has given money to over 350 students. The fund requires that students be facing financial difficulty of such a level that it would stop them from studying. OUSA President Michaela Waite-Harvey says that Otago actually has a simpler process than most, with other institutions requiring bank statements, referees, and often seeing long waiting times before a decision on the application is made. What we wanted was support that wasn't tied to debt and support that wasn't tied to bureaucratic processes. And while we didn't get the one that wasn't tied to debt, we got the one that's tied to bureaucratic processes. It would have been acceptable if it was a part of a larger package that included, you know, broad-based universal support, but that hasn't happened, so of course we're very disappointed. Wait Harvey is concerned that the money will not reach those who need it. The fund intends to reach 15,000 students, which equals out to just over $1,300 each. And with nearly 250,000 tertiary students, the money will only reach 6% of people. Personally, I think the fact that the minister hasn't engaged us or NCDUSA more proactively is you know, a part of the factor of why this doesn't actually suit students because they haven't actually asked students what would suit them. We would have preferred to have seen some form of a, um, a universal education income. That would be no strings attached, no debt, and it would just provide um, a, a higher weekly payment to students across the board. Green Party MP Chloe Swarbrick has also come out against the announcement and says she will be writing a letter to Minister Hipkins. 
The Otago Daily Times has backed its decision to publish a transphobic advertisement for hate groups Speak Up for Women. Advertising manager for parent company Allied Press, Matthew Holdridge, has said that while Allied Press was concerned about the ad, there were no grounds on which not to publish it. The Advertising Standards Authority has previously ruled that the group's campaign against self-sex identification was robust advocacy and there would be no case against those who chose to publish their content. The ad, which ran in the print and online versions of the paper on Tuesday, features transphobic language around the definition of womanhood and is part of a larger campaign against the government's amendment to the Births, Deaths and Marriages Act, which would make it easier for trans people to obtain correct identification on public records. Speak Up for Women came to Otsipoti for a speaking tour on the bill earlier in the year, where a pro-trans rally attracted more than double the attendees for the talk. Aldridge says the Otago Daily Times has supported the trans community in the past through coverage of their concerns and their community events. He says that while Allied Press does not support the views of Speak Up for Women, they respect their democratic right to free speech. That's the news. Now for weather. The Radio 191 FM weather. For your weather today at 5pm, it's looking a little bit chilly outside. We're sitting at around 6 degrees currently. Your overnight low is getting down to just about 4 or 5. Tomorrow's looking a little bit brighter, however. It's going to be warmer, still a little bit of rain in the afternoon. We can't have everything, can we? Stay safe, mask up, have a good week.